Hello, my friends, and welcome to Take a Deep Breath. My name is Mike Mayer. I'm a breathwork coach and host of this podcast. And we just hit 200,000 followers. Uh, Cannot believe it. Uh, It is one of those things where it's hard to get your head around the amount of humans that clicked the subscribe button individually and picturing all those buttons and all those fingers doing it. So I'm internally grateful. I went out and asked on Facebook and in WhatsApp groups and different bits and bobs, uh, YouTube and different areas for some questions. Uh, and I thought, let's just do a Q&A and I'll get through as many of these questions as I can uh, and answer the best I can. So I've tried not to prepare as much for it. Before we do, um, let's just take a couple of breaths together. We're a blinking, breathing podcast. Damn it. We need to breathe. So just gently in through the nose. An extra sip of air. And just let it go. So in about 60%, then a sniff of 10, and then out. Mouthful nose on the exhale. One more. Cool. Okay. I feel more centered now. Let's begin. Right. Okay. So uh, let's see. Let's go through some of these now. Um, do you have a spiritual practice along with your breathing practice? Not really. I've I've dabbled. I've had some spiritual experiences when it comes to breath work in uh, Poland in 2016 with Wim Hof. I had a communication with an eye um, and it said to me, I'm so glad you're here. And then I cried for about an hour. Uh, I did rebirth in last year. That was very spiritual. Um, but I don't have a practice I've been very left brain the last couple of years, very, very science heavy and just come back from America a couple of months ago where I did Vivation, uh, which is like the second oldest Western breathwork modality. And um, it's not spiritual either, but it's just got me thinking a bit more like right brain, a bit more intuition based. So um, I think if we come back to that question in a year or whenever we hit 300k, maybe there'll be something. But right now um, it's gratitude. It's looking after the body, it's looking after the family, it's breathing really well and it's helping other people to breathe. So they're the the kind of practices right now. What's the biggest transformation you've experienced from breath work? If too personal, you can skip. Thanks, Keely. Um, Oh, the biggest transformation. I think it's vivation. I think it is. And I'm trying to be very... um, careful with this because I know when you learn something new, you become very evangelical or I can anyway. And I think this is the way, oh my God, why didn't we know about this before? Everything else is wrong and this is the only way to move forward. And I've definitely been that guy in the past with diet, exercise, you name it. Um, So I'm trying to be very balanced with the vivation. It's been about six weeks now since I got back. So still relatively um, not that long ago. But it's really wonderful. It's really changed everything. It's lowered my anxiety and stress even further. Um, it's about enjoying the present moment. So I think that is one of my biggest transformations is this ability to enjoy the present moment as much as possible, no matter, this is where it gets a bit controversial, no matter what it is, you can enjoy it a little bit more. And I think um, coming back home from America and Poland and having a baby that's nearly a year old and running this business, um, there's been challenging times this year and, um, that's been a powerful transformation. And then the other one is, is definitely Wim Hof. So um, having this big, so going to going to Poland, meeting Wim, being scared of the cold, 
but not really even considering the breath work, doing the breath work and thinking, oh, Jesus Christ, what is this? Um, having the big emotional release. I think that was the one. That's the biggest one. So um, we're talking about my first one and my most recent one. So almost like bookends. Hopefully there's more coming. Um, but yeah, I think the Wim Hof one was a big one because I'd never experienced the tetany, the tightening up, the, the, the tingling, the, the emotional release, um, and then bonding with loads of strangers and having a big cuddle with a load of men afterwards. Um, yeah. That was a big, that was a big experience. Thank you, Keir. That was a great question. Uh, what is the biggest catalyst that got you into breathwork in the first place? Or what prompted you to try breathwork? So yeah, so Wim, Wim Hof was the big one um, going there. Just heard that one there. So that's, that's been a big one. How is life different after your first year of relying only on breath coaching and YouTube to support you? What has been the biggest challenge and conversely, what's been the greatest gift of making that decision? Oh crap. That's a good question. So I quit my job December 4th last year, the same day my son was born. Went into this full time. It's been a busy year. It's been a great year. I don't know where this year has gone. Um, and it was scary because when I last quit my job, it was like 2018, had no baby, had no mortgage. Um, so the stakes were not as high. Um, and actually in a lot of ways that felt scarier because I was like, what am I doing? I've got a career of 20 years here. This is mental. Whereas I think this time it's like, I know I can get another job. I've done it a few times now, but I also know that this feels like the right path. I'm really enjoying it. I've had some wonderful clients this year. I've seen some great transformations. Um, I've had people with really chronic stress and anxiety that feel a lot better. For people that just couldn't take a deep breath, just felt stressed all the time. Um, people that have been shouting at the kids and then we've been able to work on like being more present and calm. Um, and a lot of other stuff in between that I won't go into, but it's been, that's been a gift. Really having all this free time to work with clients has been great. And YouTube, um, it's a bit, it's a bit stressful. You know, sometimes um, you have better months and, and worse months uh, and knowing that I'm responsible for this entire household. Um, it's quite a nice feeling. It's quite a nice feeling. I've enjoyed um, stepping up to the plate. I've invested in myself more than ever. Um, and next year's just more of that. So it's so more, Investing in myself, investing in the business, learning more breathwork modalities, looking forward to doing Qigong next year and probably TRE, tension release, trauma release exercises um, and possibly a couple of other modalities. Getting stuck into a lot of studies recently. So um, it's been good. It's elevated me. It's, 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 you know, if I'd carried on doing this as a side gig, um, I'd probably move forward like five years as I would have done then. So um, that's been the big, the biggest challenge is probably managing my time. Um, I realised that I was stuck in a way of being a corporate slave, as I put myself. Not everybody's a corporate slave, but I was because I didn't want to be there. But it broke my brain a little bit. And so I really struggled this year with starting work later than 9am. So I have to start work. I have to start work at 9. I have to sit at this desk and I have to work. Um, I get really stressed if I didn't do that. Um, so uh, being able to pick my day has been powerful. Um, and also finding my breathwork practices again. So they wandered, especially having a baby in the business. I wandered away a little bit from some of my breathing techniques. And I just didn't feel very good. And I was like, what is going on here? I said, you're not doing the breathwork. You're not doing the stretching. You're not doing the weight exercises. You're not doing all the different things that you know you need to do more of. The coherence breathing, all these things. Being around people, because it's very easy to be in this room all day. Um, so yes, so that's been some of the challenges. Uh, the greatest gift by far is the privilege of spending time with my son. Hmm. So I took a few months off in the summer. Could not have done that for the day job. 
Um, been with him every day, pretty much, apart from a couple of trainings here and there. Um, it's been wonderful. It's been truly wonderful. That's been the biggest gift by far. If I'd had a day job, and by the way, I'm a sleep prince. If I'd had to go up at 5am every day to get a train to work, not only would I have not seen my family, I've been shattered. So the fact that I can wake up when he wakes up is incredible. Thank you for those lovely questions. Is there anything that others don't talk about with regards to breath work, but it is important to know? Ooh, is there anything people don't talk about when it comes to breath work, but it's important to know? So, I've heard very few people talk about this, which is don't just practice breath work when you're stressed. That's a big one. I believe you form some sort of neural connection where the breath work itself can almost become a trigger for stress. And then when I'm stressed, I need to do my breathing techniques and they, they lose their potency. And so the thing I've not really heard people talk enough about is practice breath work when you're in an amazing mood, when you're having the best day when you feel really happy and at peace and you don't quote unquote need breath work, that is a really good time to practice breath work. So I think that needs to be talked about more as opposed to what is the reactive breath work tool I need when I'm having a panic attack, I can't sleep at night, fill in the blank. I think we spend way too much time thinking about the reactive break glass in case of emergency. And I think we need to spend more time thinking about what's the breathing techniques doing. I'm in a great mood. I think that's a a very powerful thing. What are three things you wish you knew before embarking on your breathwork journey? Mm. Hmm. To move with the breath is a big one. So just to sit and breathe is cool. There's loads of benefits to that. But there is something very powerful about um, Qigong, about shaking when you breathe in, um, Movement and breath is very, very powerful. So that's one. Uh, number two, so three things you wish you knew before embarking on your breathwork journey. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I wish I'd known how many freaking modalities were out there. Because when I came back from Wim Hof, I was like, oh, there's just Wim Hof breathing. And then I found about Patrick McEwen's oxygen values. I was like, oh, okay, there's two breathing techniques out there, plus this weird thing called box breathing. And I had no idea about the vastness of what sits on. And I, st- and I still don't think I do. You know, I, I, you know, I've interviewed a hundred people now on this podcast, um, read loads of books on breathing that sit behind me. Um, and I still don't think we've really scratched the surface. And I was interviewing a guy recently about John Chang, the Qigong master who could set stuff on fire with his hands, if that's true or not. Um, it's a whole other story, but, um, it makes me wonder what else is out there. I don't know about yet, but I wish I'd had a better helicopter view of what types of breath work, um, are out there. And number three, so three things about my journey. Um, patience. I wish I'd been more patient with myself and with, with maybe other people when it comes to breath work and knowing that the body takes time to adapt and change and all those sort of things. I think that would have been that would have been quite useful to give a little bit more patience to myself. So yeah, nice question. Thank you for that. Um, how would you describe vivation? So the book is called The Skill of Happiness or The Science of Happiness. I think there's two, two versions. Um, Paul Hughes describes it as a pleasure, a physically pleasurable skill. Let me just shut the window from the dog. You're German Shepherd. She likes to protect us at night. Uh, Paul Hughes describes it as a physically pleasurable skill that you can learn. Um, I would describe vivation, to call it breathwork's not doing it justice. It's it's more than breathwork. Um, I would describe it as the ability to tap into your feeling body, to be going into the present moment, 
to handle whatever feelings are coming up, to be okay with those feelings, and to feel happier. I need to play with that a little bit, but that, that's, that's, that, it's hard to describe it because it's so much is going on. It's not just one thing. It's not just a conscious breath. There's, there's a lot of stuff going on there. So yeah, so that's how I describe vivation. Uh, what does it do? What is it for? Why do you personally practice it? Um, I'm practicing, practicing vivation personally because um, for me, it is all about being a dad and being a bit busy and a bit stressed at times and trying to run this business and it's 3am and I'm holding my son um, and he won't sleep and I have to go in, inhale through the strongest feeling, relax on the exhale and enjoy the moment as much as possible and it's it's really helped me with that, that's been really, really powerful. Um, would you recommend it to others? Yeah, 100%, 100%, it's a wonderful, wonderful modality, I really, really recommend it. Sorry about that. I had to go and bring in the barky German Shepherd. Okay. Thank you for all the wonderful content. So question, I took your online breathing essentials class last year when you released it and loved it. Thank you. It really helped me move on past just doing face fast paced breath work. Oh, cool. Okay. So do you plan to do another online class? And if so, what might you focus on? Um, so the answer is yes, kind of. Um, most likely next year going to be launching a membership program. So it'd be a very inexpensive thing where if you want to come and join me, we will most likely be going live once a month, having guests come in um, and teaching something that isn't on YouTube, that I haven't taught on YouTube before, basically. Um, So really excited about that. I'm just working through what that looks like at the minute. And yes, there will be other video courses um, as time goes on. I just haven't figured out what to do yet. But in short, there will definitely be a mechanics course, like really good breathing mechanics program. Um, There will be something around nervous system regulation, most likely something around sleep um, as well, and probably something around the fast-paced stuff. Um, So a few few, few bits come in, but um, I'm not too sure when, but the membership stuff is is the big one I'm working on, which I'm very excited about. Um, Thank you for the wonderful content. So question, I took, oh, same one one again, ignore that. Uh, What breathing breathing work do you do the most? What breath work do you do the most? Um, Hmm. Coherence breathing for one, that's the 5.5 second inhale, exhale, equal breaths, breath work. I do that quite a lot, also known as the perfect breath, resonant frequency breath, aria breath, goes by many names. I also do vivation, so that is a a circular breath, it's known as vivation in action, so it's a big breath, a bit like bow and arrow breath, so a big breath in, and a relaxed exhale. I do the Huberman double inhale Exhale, physiological sigh, that's a big one. And then a bit boring, but I do a lot of, of nasal breathing. So I'm making sure that I stay nasal as much as possible. Light, slow and deep breathing from Patrick McEwen. So that's a, a big one. So yeah, they're, they're the, probably my favourite ones. Wim Hof breathing a couple of times a year. Big powerful breath work a couple of times a year. Uh, mostly I'm doing the slow stuff. I do some humming, different bits and bobs. A lot of breath mechanics I do as well. So a lot of stretching. Diaphragm and rib cage, making the rib cage flexible, making the diaphragm strong. Um, but yeah, big ones are definitely physiological sigh, vivation in action. Um, yeah, nice ones. Cool. Uh, blah, 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 blah. What is the best breathing for finding joy and relax from the everyday stress? Thank you. Um, the best breathing to find everyday joy and relax from stress. Well, 
coherence breathing is is um, a big thing that heart math do and they focus on gratitude and that's very powerful so doing the equal breaths and bringing up some gratitude tom zitas who is the first human to hold his breath for 10 minutes on a single breath of air no huffing of oxygen um he actually brings up joy so when he's under the water and he's holding his breath he is actually thinking and he tried all the emotions. He tried anger and sadness and you know, all these different things, happiness. And he said he finds a moment of joy and that helps him relax and stay calm for longer so that he can hold his breath for longer, which is pretty cool. I think, again, I'm going to sound like a bit of a broken record. Vivation's been really good for that. I, I, there's definitely some peace and joy there. This idea of, um, it's a three-day training, but the idea of inhaling through the strongest feeling in the body, passively relaxed on the exhale, Enjoying the moment as much as possible has definitely brought joy and peace. Um, yeah. You know, the stuff like the Wim Hof and the, the some of the faster breathing techniques, they gave me peace. They gave me peace and joy, but only for a limited period of time. So I would go through the huffing and puffing, get myself all jazzed up. And then I would um, relax on the breath hold and it would feel pretty good. It would feel good. Uh, you know, it makes sense. You've like blown off a load of stress. You know, you're moving the body a little bit. Um, but I did that for two years. And if anything, it made me a bit more stressed. Um, the slow stuff's really helped. And now the vivations is really helping as well. So if your goal is to find less stress, then get the functional breathing right. I'll link to my course. Um, the functional breathing course, five-week plans, like $500, £400. That'll take you through functional breathing. That's going to help you reduce everyday stress. Or you can work with me. Do have a couple of slots left for coaching. I can pop the link down there if anyone's interested in getting a free or complimentary consultation with me. Um, so that helps with the everyday stress. With joy, I think that's a much bigger question. There's a lot going on there. Um, but I do think try, try uh, Hanker 368. Well, I think try bringing up moments of joy, finding something within that makes you smile and breathe through that. Whatever it is, cup of coffee, sunshine, the ability to walk, the ability to see, the ability to hear, whatever, whatever you're grateful for, whatever brings you sparks, a moment of joy, try that. I think that's quite powerful. Um, yeah. Deb's asked, uh, okay, there's a few here. Um, okay. Questions about you. Favorite music, band, singer, song? Oh, I really like Dido. Um, I really like Metallica. Got a really eclectic mix. Um, my playlist is just full of everything on Spotify. Um, I like Johnny Cash. Um, favorite song is probably Hurt by Johnny Cash. It's not by Johnny Cash, it's by Nine Inch Nails, but Johnny Cash made it his own. Um, food, I'm Italian by trade. <laughs> uh, half Italian, half Irish, but mainly raised in an Italian ish household. So, pizzas, pastas. Calzones, red wine, all those sorts of things uh, are my favourite. Ice cream. Mm -hmm. Uh, Films, TV series, actors, actresses. Oh, this is easy. So Buffy the Vampire Slayer and The Sopranos. Um, Favourite actor probably was James Gandolfini. Favourite actress, not sure. Uh, Favourite film, probably The Godfather. Favourite place, ooh, probably Scotland. Probably the Highlands was the most beautiful place I've ever seen. Is that my favourite place or best looking place? Um... Home, you'd probably say, wouldn't you? Hobbies. Hmm, this is a really interesting one. So I uh, had breathwork as a hobby last year. I was a corporate guy, had a full-time corporate job. And 
I was this guy that had this weird hobby on the side where he was helping people with breath. He's making YouTube videos. And this year, I've got no freaking hobbies now. I'm a dad. I don't know if you can class that as a hobby. And I'm, I'm a, I do this full time. Um, so I don't have any hobbies. So if you've got any suggestions, anybody, on what I can pick up that is inexpensive. Um, I do jiu-jitsu. Not enough. Is that a hobby? I don't know. But um, I still need some. I still need some something to do. I need something to do. That's not breath work. That's not being a dad. So I'm open to the suggestions. Um, are you still an atheist? If not, which of the 300 plus gods do you believe in? Um, I f- flitter back and forth on that. I think there is possibly something else afterwards. Are we in a sim- simulation? Are we in a matrix? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm not an atheist. I am open to the possibility that after this meat suit stops working, something else happens. And I'm a guy that said that's never done psychedelics, so I might even have a different answer if and when I go down that route. Uh, Favourite podcast guest? Mm, i got to say my bestie. So I did a podcast with Scott Woods, hypnotherapist, superconscious coding. Not only was it a really successful podcast, and a lot of you booked in with him, which is obviously ace for him, uh, and... Uh, the teeniest bit jealous, I'm joking. Um, it was um, it was good to have my best friend on the podcast. If you're not seeing that one, I'll, I'll link to that one. It's um, it was about a year ago actually. That was a nice moment because I only, I only started this podcast because of him. Um, so back in uh, ooh, 2016, we started a company together called Primal Life. It was all about like, we come back from Wim Hof and we're like, right, we're going to do our own version of Wim Hof, but make it better. We're going to add loads of other stuff to it. And we formed this company and um, we started working on it together. Um, and then we kind of didn't make it work together. So we, he went off in his own direction. He started a podcast on it. He got to interview Kiki Bosch, who I still can't get on my podcast. So if anyone knows Kiki Bosch, the like ice lady from Holland, um, I would love to get Kiki on there. Um, and a few other people. And I was like, wow, my best friend's got a podcast. That's incredible. And again, this is like 2016. So this is like quite a while ago now. And I was like, and I know him. And if he can do it, and it's not just some random, some random guy in America, maybe I can run a podcast as well. Um, so that was really powerful. That was, uh, that was really, really powerful to know somebody that went through that process of didn't have a podcast, got a podcast, got guests, put the podcast out there. And that gave me a lot of confidence to, to give it a crack. So yes, that was one of my favorite things. Um, John, do you have a spiritual practice? I think, no, we've gone through that one already. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I think they are the main questions. So thank you so much for giving those in. Um, 200,000 people, what a privilege. Um, I remember when we got to 1,000. So if somebody watching this from 1,000, hello. Um, and I couldn't believe it. I could not believe there was 1,000 people that had hit a subscribe button. And I can't even picture what 200,000 people look like. So my goal is to continue serving you. We'll be bringing out a lot more breathing exercises. We have the app over on Source or Breath Source. It's changing to Source. I'll continue bringing you the most interesting guests I can. Uh, Nina's joined the business now a couple of days a week, so she's out there trying to find really cool guests. Um, if you're watching this and you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. If you want to recommend a guest, please do so. And let's just finish off with a couple of breaths together, I'm adding a breath work to each of these um, these podcasts. So if you want to go into your space, if it's safe to do so, you're not driving, just start to pay attention to the breath. Not necessarily changing anything at this stage, just breathing however your body wants to breathe and just noticing where the breath is, where it wants to go. 
And I'm just asking you this question, how does it feel to be you right now? How does the breath feel when it moves within you? Is it effortless or is there some effort? Is it loud or quiet, deep or shallow? And just stop making the inhales a little deeper and the exhales a little longer. Not deep, but deeper, deeper inhales and longer exhales. If you're familiar with the Ujjayi breath, a bit like fogging up the mirror, you can do the ah noise. That's a good way to constrict the throat and make the exhale more controlled. So you can go slowly, deeply in. And then So just find a rhythm that works for you, slowly, deeply in, and a nice control, long exhale. You know, when we slow the breath down, we send a signal to the brain that's always listening to us. It's always listening to the breath. Cheeky brain, um, naughty brain, good brain, keeping us alive. But as that brain listens to us, it notices what we're doing with the breath. And if we start to breathe in a, a way that's like shallow and fast and erratic, then we're going to send signals back to the brain that there's a problem. Maybe there's some danger. Maybe we need to release some adrenaline, some cortisol, some stress hormone. Get us ready for fight, flight, freeze. But when we start to do this, when we make the inhales nice and slow and deep and the exhales longer, we send a different set of signals that we're safe, that we're okay. We're in control. We're ready to digest some food. Couple more together. What happens now as we do a final few breaths? What happens if you put a cheeky smile on your face? What does that do to the breath? And we spoke about joy in this podcast. So if you can conjure up a moment from your life of joy happiness, ecstasy, bliss. And sometimes like, oh my God, I can't think of anything. Maybe I had a really good cup of coffee this morning. <laughs> Maybe I had a great piece of toast. Maybe you went for a wonderful walk to the post office. It could be anything like this. Or maybe it can be the kids, the family, the parents. Good piece of cake. Maybe it's my dog barking below. You might be able to hear. Bless her. Just trying to protect the house. And then just when you're ready, go back to whatever breathing rate feels good for you. Doesn't that feel good? The power of changing our breath, the conscious power of changing the breath. Thank you for being with me for 200,000 episodes. I hope to be doing this again at 250. That would be really cool. Um, Please like and subscribe and share if you haven't done so already. Uh, My name is Mike May. I'm a breathwork coach and your host. And I'm very grateful to have this opportunity to breathe with you all. Take care, everybody. Bye.